Welcome to the Creators on Comics podcast. This podcast is a conversation between two creators, dissecting the craft and technique that goes into creating comics. This episode features two platform comics competition winners, Hanna England and Massimiliano Grotti. Hanna won the 2021 10K competition with her comic Woof and Win. Massimiliano won the previous year's 10K competition as the writer of Speech is Silver. Here's their conversation. My name is Hannah England, and I am the winner of the 2021 Platform 10K Challenge with my comic called Woof and Win. My name is uh, Massimiliano Grotti. I'm an Italian writer. You can uh, call me Max. <laughs> I am a comic writer uh, in Italy, in uh, French, in uh, USA, in England. Uh, and so that's all. <laughs> I know, uh, I'm a teacher, a comic teacher too. So, Anna, why did you enter the Platform Comics Contest? I think I saw it advertised maybe on Instagram, and I have very limited comics experience, unlike you, Max. <laughs> it sounds like you've done a lot of things with comics. I, I see can... your, uh, your site. Is, uh, it's beautiful. Oh, your work you. is very, very fine. Thank you. But I, th- I think before... Before the contest happened, I've really only done, you know, the beginnings of, of comic stories with friends or my, with myself. I'm definitely more of a long story writer. So mm-hmm. I want to come up with things that have multiple chapters and everything. And, and doing a short story is not easy just because it's shorter. It's definitely challenging trying to fit a complete thought into just a few pages I actually should thank you, Max, too, because when I was researching what to do for my comic, I was looking at the old entries that had won, and yours had a lot of really good examples for me to pull from. Like what I said, making a complete thought, some short stories feel a little bit like a scene in a bigger story, and they don't really finish like finish a short story. It's just like a piece of a big story, but yours felt like it could go either way. Like there was a, there was a complete thought that happened. There was a whole story that happened within just a few pages. So that was a great example <laughs> for someone like me who was not used to writing short stories. <laughs> well, about me in, um, in 2019, uh, I had just published in, um, in the American comics with the artist Giancarlo Garaguzzo. Nine of uh, five issues uh, when I saw a Facebook post about platform comics. I was working uh, uh, with Lorenzo uh, on a young adult, uh, on a, a young adult uh, project uh, for a, a French publisher. So I asked um, I asked him uh, if he was interested in joining me. He agreed. So we wanted to challenge ourselves. Uh, try to see what happened. Uh, we wanted to be finalists. So well, it's the, our target, be finalists. And uh, surprise, we win. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we both entered it because of social media and a desire to challenge ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, in, um, we signed up uh, at the contest, but uh, uh, we are in quarantine. 
quarantine. Uh, I don't, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the. But in Italy, uh, there was the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, cur uh, curfew, uh, closed at home, uh, focused on the work. Uh, the day passed, and uh, we forgot it. We forgot the contest completely. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We work on the project on the uh, on the pages. Uh, uh, then the meal uh, of the start of contest. Panic, adrenaline, and we got in game. I have a question uh, for you about. Uh, um, I remember each team uh, was assigned a, um, a unique uh, team. Yeah, uh, yeah, the unique the team. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. What's your unique team? Um, so my unique theme was a secret underground club. Oh. Um, yeah, which is the reason I sort of, um, when I came up with the idea, I, I wanted it to be something kind of silly. So the idea of a secret underground dog show <laughs> kind of made me laugh. <laughs> the fact that a dog show doesn't need to be a secret underground thing. It doesn't need to be all hush hush and like oh no there's no dog show here don't i had a question for you about the uh not a dog show but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't this is just a one-shot story i don't have any other ideas for the world really but i was sort of making it you know why does this world have to have a secret underground dog show and that's sort of where i brought in the weird potentially magical elements that happen in the dog show and you know maybe this is a place where only wizards and witches and magical people who have dogs go to yes. a very special magical dog show or something but it I, I like I like playing around with sort of silly concepts so a secret underground dog show is was was really fun to work with how about yours I know you ended up doing a, a very western themed one did the theme have to do with a western theme or was that just uh, our unique theme uh, was a steampunk western mm. but uh, i love the steampunk and yeah. in italy uh, i worked uh, some pages about this dam and uh, uh, i make uh, uh, i made sorry a project with uh, andrea parisi disney artist uh, about uh, steampunk superhero, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, but this, uh, this time uh, it was a short story, and this uh, is a problem. <laughs> uh, we also had a line of dialogue to start. Panic again. <laughs> panic before, panic after. So, usually, uh, under pressure, I give my best. But the COVID had already put us, me and Lorenzo, under pressure. So, I took a deep breath and I began to despair. Oh no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm joking, at least in part. Uh, I believe that um, um, a little healthy despair is a part of the creative process. Uh, in that moment, uh, ideas get mixed up. So uh, we think many ideas and uh, all together. So we despair. Uh, and you can see the, the story, the story will you tell. And so then I breath <laughs> many times. And um, then I, 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 start, uh, I started to, to write. But uh, um, I think, uh, uh, so I see, you, I see your story. When you 
you write something, you don't write only the story, but uh, you write uh, your them, your thing, your um, ideals. In your story, I see uh, you talk about uh, not only under a secret, a secret club, but you talk about uh, uh, friendship, you talk about uh, love for animals, hope for humanity, and uh, I see you work uh, anime, an interesting chromatic uh, uh, choice. With the color scheme that I used, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the colors of the, um, of the shirt of the guy, uh, it's the color of the dog, and mm-hmm. uh, a chromatic choice. Um, I think, uh, maybe, with the, your choice of color, you won't talk about other. If you will believe it, it was because of laziness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing the comic by myself. Um, my sisters, Sarah and Leah, were visiting me or were, you know, were in the same place with me when the contest started. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, you know, both of you are great writers and storytellers as well. Like, can you help me come up with a story and then I can do the art? And they really, they liked the ideas that we were coming up with, but they didn't really want to commit fully to being the writers or really like spending a lot of time on it. So we sort of joked around about what would happen if it was about, you know, a secret underground dog club. What would be silly situations that you could get into? Uh, What if it, what if the, the guy was a werewolf and he had to enter himself into the dog contest? How would that happen? What, what was going on? What was the situation? So we batted around a few things And then they just sort of said, okay, we're going to go over here and hang out with each other and you can go do your comics thing. (laughs) So I think it maybe took me two days out of the seven to, to feel comfortable with the story. And once I got to the art, I knew, okay, I only have about five days left and I have to do about seven pages. I think it's seven or eight pages. I don't remember how many I actually did. And I did really want it to be colored instead of just black and white. So choosing a limited color palette even though it made things look a little a little crazy um helped me not to have to make too many color choices and it also made everything feel really cohesive every scene from going outside to going inside to being in the arena um, uses the same colors but I focus more on one of the colors in each of those scenes so the outdoor area is more blue and then inside is more of that mustardy yellow color um and I think I bring more of sort of the purpley pink colors into the arena area so it just it just helped me I didn't have to make as many decisions on colors um I didn't have to worry about green or orange or anything like that I just had a few but the color (laughs) choice is um is a link at your personal town for example uh, I speak Italian uh, one moment. Uh, <laughs> you speak yeah. you speak much better English than I speak Italian. I can only say io non capisco l'italiano and that's it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you want to use the color to tell other about your story or not? Not really. I just picked colors that I thought looked pretty together. <laughs> I... I'll do that with my traditional artwork too. I'll use a lot of Posca markers. And so I might pick five different colors and just use that in a piece of artwork. I forget what, what made me really, I think it was watching um, James Gurney. He is a illustrator. He did the Dinotopia books and he's an amazing painter. 
he also has a YouTube channel that has a lot of, of information about art and painting and all that. And he talked about using limited color palettes in one of his videos where he painted the same scene, but he mm-hmm. had sort of a cool toned palette and a warm toned palette and just different things. And when I first saw that video, I knew limited color palettes existed and that you could change the mood depending on the colors you chose. But it was it something clicked for me when I saw that. So it made me in my own work pick colors that I just thought looked interesting together and then try to draw a scene using those colors regardless of what the actual scene's colors were so trees could end up being blue people's skin could end up being like green or anything as long as as long as it works with the actual image itself so I did make sure with the color palette for woof and wind though that I chose a light color, a medium color, and a dark color, because I knew that otherwise the contrasts would be off when I was doing the final work. So that was important to me. That's that's maybe the, the thing I put the most thought into when choosing the palette. <laughs> you sort of have a limited color palette in yours as well. It's, um, I mean, you still have a wide range of colors, but they feel really, really put together. So Lorenzo. Um, Lorenzo, yes. Uh, I can talk about uh, the color because um, Lorenzo, my uh, my friend, uh, friend of mine, and uh, and the artist worked uh, on the on the pages. But I can talk about other themes behind my story. When the contest started, no, uh, some day before, uh, few some day before the contest, I had a warm in my mind. Uh, an innocent man was killed uh, for the color of his skin. Uh, this story went around the world, and uh, this story happened in two countries, in Italy, Willy, and the USA, George. Two similar tragic events in two countries in less than uh, two weeks. Uh, I need to talk about it. Uh, I need to talk, uh, um, but uh, n- not on Facebook. So uh, something clicked in my brain. Uh, our line uh, of dialogue said, uh, they should self-quarantine. I think, I think, I think, and panic before, adrenaline, panic again, mix it. And uh, uh, I saw an image in my mind. A stranger, uh, a stranger arrived in the city and the story began. So I think my preferred page of the of the story is page two, because mm. uh, it's the moment when the stranger we saw we we saw the stranger in page one, but uh, um, I want quote uh, uh, Terminator for example when the uh, he um, t- uh, touched the the ground on the bike uh, the foot on the ground etc etc, but in uh, page two he enter in uh, the saloon and the three criminals, the bandits, saw him and uh, start the prejudice. Mm, yeah. So start the story. This is my preferred page about uh, the, the speech of silver. And uh, what's your preferred page uh, on your story? Of mine? Um... The process of making Wolf and Win kind of happened within five days and I was like of doing the artwork for it, I'll say. And 
I was working, you know, my, my normal job and I'd come home and I would try to draw and I would go, Oh no, what am I doing? Why am I entering this contest? I don't know anything about comics. I know I wrote a thesis about it when I was in college, but I don't remember. I don't know what I'm doing. And the first few pages I put a little bit more care into because I had the time I had five whole days. And then the last few pages I felt really rushed about. So I think I'm looking like, like if I'm looking at it from an art standpoint, probably the, I don't remember what, what page number it is, but it's when the characters first walk into the big room in the underground club. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I spent a lot more time working on that particular panel. Um, uh, the the establishing shot uh, on that on that page, and I was happy with that one because I was trying to get a lot of different types of people and a lot of different types of dogs and and represent a lot of different uh, different groups of people there, and I feel like that came out really well. I love it. Uh, your last page <laughs> because the face of the guy when they see the price, uh, it's beautiful. It's a uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. What the fuck? It's beautiful. <laughs> sorry, Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets... I, I think that was an idea that I came up with kind of late. I didn't know what the funny hook at the end of the story was going to be. And I thought, well, what if the, what if the prize that the werewolf man ended up winning was a werewolf potion? It would just yeah. negate everything that he had just done in the funniest yeah. way. So <laughs> I was glad that I ended it that way. <laughs> Another question. Mm -hmm. And uh, my terror, and uh, I think your terror, the deadline. How, okay. <laughs> how you managed it? How did you manage it? Just with a lot of, a lot of fear. <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> Getting home from work and going, all right, I have to draw an entire comic page tonight before I go to sleep. And then I got to wake up tomorrow morning and go to work and come back home and finish two comic pages tonight before I go to sleep. And um, it was it was a lot of just crossing my fingers and hoping that it would be okay. I I was drawing, I was finishing drawing the last page like within a couple of hours of the deadline and just terrified that I wouldn't be able to get it done. Um, I got it done though. And I think within an hour of the deadline, I was putting the pages together into, I think what we submitted them as PDFs. And then everything started going wrong. I started noticing things that were wrong with the pages that I had to go back and fix and then add into the PDF. So that the rest of the time was a little stressful, but I knew I had time and it would be okay. That last hour was the worst hour of the entire thing because I just wanted to get my entry in on time and the files kept corrupting or different, different things wouldn't show up. Or I would notice a typo or I would notice, oh no, this color thing is off yeah. and I'm trying to just desperately fix it. So that was a little bit of a mess, but it, it ended up working out okay. So how about you? Did you, how did, how did you and Lorenzo Kind of break up the work did you were you writing in the first couple of days and then he took on the artwork or we oh so uh we work uh, the in combo i brought the page then the uh, then he drew then uh, i um, see the work then he color and uh, make uh, some balloon then i put the lettering inside sincerely 
even now, I don't know how we manage the deadline. <laughs> I just remember that Lorenzo and I often talked on the phone, wrote to each other often. The only sure thing is that after the submission, we needed a shower. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, yes, I, 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 I joke, a shower. Because of, I think uh, two or three days uh, only work, 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 ever. But I, I, I need to talk this. Before talking about the project uh, with, um, with uh, Lorenzo, I have to be honest. I asked my wife's opinion. Thank you again, my love. I was worried uh, that I write an uh, stupid story. I ask my wife's opinion ever. And uh, Veronica, my wife, approved and pushed me. Send it to Lorenzo, send it. Uh, so I send the story to Lorenzo. And uh, like he did, and we immediately started to work, and then back out. <laughs> work, 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 work. <laughs> so I am a supporter of teamwork. Uh, I loved working with uh, Lorenzo, and uh, I believe that uh, our story is the result of an excellent uh, uh, teamwork. So I ask you, how much did uh, Leah, Sarah, and the work of Jason affect your story? So when my sisters, Sarah and Leah, were here, we they did help me bat around ideas, which was very helpful because I was stuck on the story quite a lot. I can't remember now which ones of us came up with which things, but even though they weren't interested in fully being writers on the comic, they did contribute enough to the story that I felt like I definitely needed to include them in the credits of the comic because they came up with great ideas and they kind of kept me focused too. Um, while my one sister was, was visiting um, the other two of us, she was kind of reminding me that I needed to be working on the comic instead of just playing around with them and hanging out and stuff. We got plenty of sister time in. So, um, so that was really fun, but you know, I had but a contest Leah to, and the Sarah, to make. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah and Leah are, um, are your sister? Yes. Sarah and Leah are both my sisters. Little sister? Yeah. Mm, younger sisters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, Jason Brubaker is a comic writer and artist, and I took a class from him um, earlier the year that I did the platform contest, and I learned a lot from him in that. Um, Jason and I are, are sort of friends outside of that as well, and so it was nice having someone who has been in the comics industry for a bit kind of be in my corner for <laughs> for something that I was doing, especially since I, I'm, I'm confident in my abilities, even when I maybe don't have a reason to be confident in my abilities, but it's always good having someone else who, who you know, does know what he's talking about, helping to sort of guide me and stuff on how comic making worked. So I don't, I don't think that the story would have been as good, definitely, if I hadn't taken his class and talked to him a lot about comics. So that was definitely an influence. Uh, he's, he's also a very long form writer though. So I don't, I didn't have a whole lot of, um, other examples of 
short story comics aside from a friend of mine has done a couple of anthologies so I've seen her short stories um and then of course looking at previous winners um like you was was helpful as well (laughs) I mean if I did an entire list of all the people that were genuinely helpful in some way I would have to fill up an entire page of people who had inspired me or gave me interesting ideas and stuff so it's it's always a collaborative effort in a way even though I'm ultimately the one who wrote the script and did the, the artwork and everything else. Um, I, I cannot create in a complete bubble. So um, I do want to enter again this year. And I am thinking about doing a collaboration with one or two other friends of mine. Um, but I'm still putting that into the work, still figuring that out. Um, do you think that you'll be entering the contest again in, in this year or in future years? Um... If I can be honest, I don't know if uh, I'm entering the contest again. Uh, it's very hard to find another teammate like Lorenzo. Uh, I prefer to have a very good memory of uh, this team game together, but Platform Comics has uh, another contest, uh, the short story contest. And I think uh, I'll enter sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this year. Uh, but uh, work uh, in this uh, short deadline, sh- very, uh, very short time to work. Uh, I think it's very hard to find another teammate uh, like Lorenzo. I work uh, now uh, with Lorenzo um, uh, on two other projects. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. A young adult project uh, we started uh, two years ago and um, a crime story for uh, uh, both for um, French publisher. And so we are, it, it, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, this um, uh, full period. And so we need to <laughs> uh, understand the situation before to start a new contest. So. That makes sense. um, They they are challenging these sort of timed contests, only having a certain number of days to finish a complete project. It's wild. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But but, um, I'm a writer, so I work. uh, mm, I need to work uh, many projects. It's different for an artist. An artist needs more time. Uh, A writer can work uh, on. uh, more project uh, uh, together. And art, an artist need to con- uh, to focus it uh, to focus one project before it's uh, the time of art is uh, uh, very very big. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big time <laughs> sink. A worthwhile um, one, but lots of hours. Um, when the um, uh, when uh, did you know you are the finalist? Finalist. What are you think? What did you think in that moment? And uh, when you uh, know you are the winner, you were the winner. Oh goodness! I couldn't believe it. Like <laughs> legitimately, I could not believe that. First of all, that I was a finalist. So when I got that email, I sort of closed it and then opened it up again and went. Ah! Oh, that's nice. 
that's cool. And then part of my brain went, what if you won? And I went, no, 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 that's not going to happen. That's definitely not going to happen. Just, you know, just be happy that you got your comic. It's a finalist. That's great. That's so great. And then I got the, the message that I had won. And again, I had to close the email, and open it up again and look at it and go, was this a mistake? Did they mix my email up with someone else's email? This is a mistake, isn't it? I'm going to be disappointed to find out that it's a mistake, but it definitely is, right? Um, I, I couldn't, like, my, my brain would not comprehend that that's what had happened. Um, and I think it was just because I know how many other talented writers and artists there are out there. And, you know, imposter syndrome is something that I think all creative people get sometimes am I really as good as the other people that I admire or do I really belong in this space and questions like that. So I guess that's, that's kind of what the feeling was of <laughs> was, am I really worthy to have won this? I don't know. Um, but I was of course very pleased about it because I have studied comics enough that I could probably have a degree in comics, but I have not practically created very many of them myself and that always I know that that making something finishing you know finishing a novel finishing a comic even short stories comics it, it means a lot more than just saying oh I like comics and I understand comics but not actually having made one so there was a part of me that knew that there were a lot of of people who are a lot more not worthy of winning than I was but a lot more in the space than me and it just felt more correct that someone else would have won besides me but because I won it gave me a lot of confidence boost um, and it made me want to keep doing things like this sort of validation of yes you are capable of doing these types of things you are capable of writing a pretty good short story that other people liked and of drawing it out and making making a finished product so that was very impactful on me at the time because I was feeling kind of um, unconfident I guess about my ability to do comic work and so it was a big ego boost needed ego boost at the time <laughs> so I was very grateful for it how about you was it was it sort of a shock or did you take it more in stride like oh yes of course <laughs> of course I won I'm brilliant <laughs> when uh, I I I know this sorry so uh, I'm a writer okay and uh, I'm a comic, I'm a comic teacher too. And uh, when we found out uh, to be fairest, we called, we called them to believe it because we, well, You couldn't believe it either. <laughs> Why, finalists, we, okay. Me and Lorenz, okay. But the funniest, uh, the funniest thing was when we won the contest. I was teaching online, so. I, uh, I was in class. Lorenzo called my wife, Veronica, and uh, he gave uh, her the news. So I finished. Well, I finished my lesson. Uh, and uh, okay, that's okay. I'm tu, 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 tu. I finished. Open the door of the, my studio. And uh, I find my wife with two glasses of wine and uh, in the hand, and uh, you are the winner. You. And me, what? Mm, winner? 
of of what? <laughs> and the winner of the contest. And me, uh, uh, are you sure? Yeah. No, it's wrong. Well, you can see the the phone. I take the phone and no. What the fuck? <laughs> Two Italian win the contest? Yeah. yeah. I, I, okay. It's the, and then I drink, 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 and so on. The memory is, is uh, <laughs> I don't, be, I, I can't now be, believe to win the contest because we, yeah, I, I'm, I, I work with the USA, but I am not uh, an English, I'm not an American. My English is not perfect. Can you hear? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't you tell from the writing, though. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm very, I, I, I'm very surprised in that moment. Uh, and wow! And uh, thank you, Pat, for comics, and uh, thank you, Anna, and uh, thank you, Jordan, for this. Because uh, when the when Jordan invited me in this in this uh, podcast, I don't I didn't believe. <laughs> so <laughs> and um, after the contest this uh, it's an um, interesting question uh, for me uh, what is changed what has changed I think most of what's changed for me is internal rather than external um, you know you always hope that you win a contest and that's all these famous companies will go, oh yeah, you're great. You should come work for us and we'll pay you a lot of money for it, right? But of course, practically, I'm sure, you know, people read it and went, wow, that was cool. And then went to the next one and read the whole anthology through and like, didn't think about me anymore. But for me, I, I kind of said before, it was a big confidence boost and still can be. Um, there are times when I feel like I've hit a dry spell and this is one of those things that I can go back to and say, no, I've done things that are pretty cool and I will do them again. And I just need to keep making things, keep writing and keep drawing and not give up on stuff. So it's nice having moments like that in my life to, to look back on. So that's definitely helped in, in times when my creativity has not been super great. <laughs> Or even things like having the confidence to enter again this year. I don't know how it will go this year. I might not finalize at all, but I am, I kind of understand the process now and I'm excited about it. I'm going to be um, actually camping over several of the days that the, <laughs> that the contest is taking place. So yeah, I'm imagining myself scribbling sketches on a little notepad by a flashlight or something in a tent in the woods somewhere. And <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work out, but, um, but I did it once before in different circumstances. So why not try again? But has anything changed for you after the contest or? For me, the contest was a shot of optimism because uh, I, I can't uh, uh, believe to win uh, a contest in uh, my country or in, or in another county. And uh, in, um, in the COVID period, uh, when the, when all uh, is closed, when the humanity is uh, far far away from from you, uh, this uh, this was uh, a great uh, great uh, shot of optimism. 
Yeah, it's a good feeling when when you're not sure how things are going in life and something really great happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cool too that you you can enter contests that are in other languages. Um, I know you speak English, Italian. Um, you said you worked with French publishers as well. Do you speak French or is is that just you work with those publishers? Uh, I don't speak French, but uh, um, I in Okay, my background is complicated because uh, uh, before to be a writer, I studied uh, uh, Sumerian uh, and the Sierra languages, cuneiform oh, wow. studies. So I, so I read and write uh, different languages, uh, Spanish, uh, French, English, uh, German. I... Um, I lived in German for uh, two years, for example. Wow. And uh, yeah, ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. And uh, so uh, with the French publisher, I, mm, via email, uh, I wrote uh, and I write in English. But uh, write the French comics is not uh, a problem. Uh, hmm. Because I read and write, but uh, I don't find a French contest. It's uh, the the idea of contest, the contest idea in general is uh, I I think it's an, an idea uh, USA or uh, English um, or English word or Italian. I don't find a similar contest or other contest. Uh, in French or German or in hmm. another country. But uh, I find to try something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Anna, uh, thank you very much for your time. You are a very nice person and uh, your work is uh, awesome. Uh, I think uh, uh, sooner or later to write you for a collaboration. Maybe. Ooh, that would be great. <laughs> we can try. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a real pleasure talking to you too. And thank you so much for the conversation and all the great questions. Um, and also for, you know, inspiring me. I was able to look back at your, at your comic when I did mine. So <laughs> it was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Hana and Max for joining us for this discussion. Hana can be found at studiohana.com and Max prefers to be found on Facebook. I'll put links down in the episode description. Both the comics they discussed today are collected in anthologies that feature all the finalists from each year's 10K competition. Those anthologies are free to download at platformcomics.com. Special thanks to Matt Campbell for composing our music and Patrick Hart for designing our logo. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creators on Comics Podcast. <laughs>